0: Welcome to episode 641 of the PS Nation podcast, the longest running PlayStation podcast on the internet. My name is Dave Hunt and I'm joined by Michael Swick.
1: We've been doing this for 641 episodes, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Nah, minus a uh, 6. Yeah, <laughs> Take the yeah. 6 away and it's 41 or something. We're close. Yeah. We're like 20 away from 100 for us though, right?
1: Hey, listen, the people that were listening to the old podcast are probably gone, okay? So we can lie <laughs> and say to any newcomers, "We've been here for 641. That's like what, 10 years?" Let's let's just go with that. Before Michael knew how to drive. Yeah, before I knew how to drive. Uh, Um, uh, But yeah, we've been doing this forever. (laughs) It has been a while, right? We're close to 100 episodes for us.
0: Yeah, that's what I just said. It's like 20 away. Because I I went and saw... um, I didn't. T- we didn't. I, uh, over Labor Day weekend, I went to my parents' house and I saw like a high school friend of mine, and he was kind of asking me what I was doing and things like that. And uh, I told him, and because he listens to podcasts, and I've turned him on to a couple things on PlayStation Plus, and we played, you know, played some Destiny together and, and stuff like that. Um, and he's so he knew like some of the video game stuff I did, but for somehow he just didn't put it together that I did a podcast, and so mm-hmm. then he's so he uh he looked at the thing he's like is it on stitcher and i go yeah and so he looked it up on his phone while he's with me and he showed it to me and i'm like yeah that's it and he starts scrolling through and he's like he's like wow you did all these and i'm like no i'm like it's somewhere in here and it was the 561 or 562 i think is when you and i started Mm -hmm. like when you and i with just uh when you and i took over for when glenn retired um we did a couple episodes before obviously with like the five of them four of us yeah yeah um but then because he, he made it seem like that he was going to go back and listen to like when I started. I'm like, oh, don't do that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so because yeah. so, obviously like you and I have gotten a little bit of, you know, we've had to get our rhythm twice. Yeah. Um, yeah so you know and then it's common we've had our ups and our downs we've had our good episodes and our bad episodes but definitely as i was getting more and more comfortable hosting and putting our footprint on the podcast like things change i'm like don't do that so i don't even really listen to the podcast like i you and i have this conversation i'm fortunate enough that my wife enjoys editing audio so this is to the extent um i actually I kind of have it easy right now. I need to probably start taking a few things off of your plate and putting them on mine now mm-hmm. <laughs> because I was realizing like, I don't really, I, I hit share on the Google doc and I didn't even do that right today. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Nope. <laughs> so it's like, I don't really have a ton because I've tried to, because most of you know, when I did overnights last summer, you know, my wife took over the editing and then she got really good at it and she actually enjoys it. She's weird. Um, Just
1: you're, you're you can just call yourself a talent. You know, that's, that's what you do. I'm the looks. You're the talent. Yeah, that's fine. Because that. I'm
0: definitely not the looks with my balding, you know. <laughs> I didn't I know want to say. Sure. You said it yourself. <laughs> that's fine. You can probably, I barely have, I mean, cut my hair so short lately anyways. It don't matter. Alright, um, so if you guys are still listening, and you've been listening since before we started hosting, or while we've been hosting, thank you so much. We appreciate anybody that's been listening and, and stayed with us, or they, if you're new, um, this is the, a PlayStation-centric podcast. We do get off on little small random tangents and, and things like that from time to time. But our primary focus is to cover PlayStation and um, news and reviews surrounding PlayStation. So you can find our podcasts on multiple things. If you want to buy one of them fancy new iPhone 11 thingies with like six camera lenses on it, um, I'm sure our podcast will be on there when that thing comes out for like $1,500 or however much it's going to cost. Um, So you can listen to that on uh, the Apple Podcast Store. Uh, You can listen to us on Spotify, um, which you can stream through your PS4 if you so choose. Uh, You can also just sign up for the direct RSS feed on psnation.com. And we are on Stitcher as well. Like I mentioned, my friend who's listening on Stitcher. Um, and then uh, pretty much any other like podcast service. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason, Google Play has been acting weird. See, people had... If you if the feed gets out of order... And this probably goes... I would say this probably goes for any app that that if you're listening to us on. If something goes out of order or something's out of whack or if Michael puts a tweet out or a Facebook message or I do... I mean, it sucks, but sometimes the easiest way to fix it is to unsubscribe and resubscribe. (laughs) Yeah. And it just seems to fix it. Uh, It did fix it for that one listener that was tweeting at us the other day. So, um, but, you know, I know I use Podcast Attic, um, and that seems to work. So if you can leave a review, please leave us a review. That's I've I've been periodically checking that, and that seems to have gone down a little bit. So if anybody that hasn't left one yet, you can just take thirty seconds a minute, leave us a review. Um, or if you can't leave us a review, just like we've always talked about, just share it on social media some way. You know, on Twitter, on Facebook, you know, share like the podcast episode post and maybe write a little blurb like, "Hey, these guys are talking about this or whatever." Like it was pretty cool. So whatever you feel fit to do, that would be great, and we'd appreciate it. And we are going to jump right into the news. Yeah. And one uh, more thing that I don't do. Michael's turn.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm the, I'm the news guy. All right, so right before we recorded, it's uh, what it's 9-11, Wednesday night. Uh, TGS is just getting underway, I believe, or just starting. Yeah. So a lot of TGS trailers have been hitting. Uh, we just got the Final Fantasy VII one. There's uh, Death Stranding one that just hit. But the one I want to talk about in particular is... Project Resistance, the latest Resident Evil game. Uh, this is a four v one asymmetrical or uh, yeah asymmetrical co op experience game. This is a game where four players try and escape a room, and the room is being control or uh, a room or a series of puzzles. It was a multiple level, multiple rooms scenario. And they are going against the Mastermind. And the Mastermind controls traps, zombies, bosses. It's just kind of the jigsaw to the Saw like experience. And it actually looks pretty cool. It's interesting to see them take Resident Evil in a different direction that isn't that god awful Slant Six uh, shooter they did a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you had time to see the trailer for this, uh, but it looks pretty cool. Uh, the the I Mastermind. Have not...
0: Yeah, let me look real quick.
1: Yeah, the, the, the idea of uh, a player uh, just controlling everything, has uh, access to security cameras, and will that then be able to play traps or like drop enemies. Uh, the Mastermind can also take control of some of the, the creatures, or the zombies that they drop into the map to give them a little bit more control over scenario. It's a really cool idea. I'm surprised this hasn't happened before. I know we've had uh, some Saw games were god-awful uh I, f- I never played manhunt but manhunt kind of had that vibe too with the security camera stuff and you know uh, people being tortured uh this is actually a pretty cool idea uh i haven't really played too many of these like 4v1 games uh, that we've been yeah, seeing a i mean this kind of
0: has like a another twist to like evolve kind of to it and mm-hmm. left for dead
1: kind of thing right yeah with a little bit more strategic end for at least like the the, the mastermind right. But also the idea that it's kind of like an escape room for the four people that are playing co-op together, the, trying to escape and uh, evade the mastermind. It's a pretty yeah. cool idea. I'm, I'm actually quite excited about this. I didn't play Resident Evil 7, not because I didn't want to, it's because I'm uh, chicken shit, so I couldn't <laughs> play it. I so played, I, I'm um, into
0: this. I played Resident Evil 6. I remember playing Resident Evil 6 on PS3 with a friend that I used to work with. Um, we played through the whole thing co-op, so like... I love cooperative games, like, um, at their core. Looking at this trailer, it does look cool. Like, you're fighting kind of against the timer and, you know, and things like that, it it appears. Um, The concern always ends up being, you know, similar to, like, even, like, Friday the 13th style of game, you know, like, where you control Jason versus the camp counselors and stuff like that Mm -hmm. is balance, you know. Like is the is the camera room guy going to have like too much, too many things? Like, are there cooldowns? Like, looking at stuff like that. Obviously, we can't see any of that until we get to play it. But uh,
1: it seems you know. Perfect. I just set a hundred
0: traps. <laughs> like, it it seems know?
1: perfect for like a mouse and keyboard scenario. So I'm wondering how the mastermind controls with a controller. Yeah. You know, switching between camera feeds, dropping things with the controller seems like that could be a little bit of a problem. But Capcom, it seems like that could be way. something
0: the D pad could do though.
1: Yeah or like the touchpad would probably be perfect for for right. some of that stuff sliding the camera feeds Xbox around. Xbox
0: doesn't have a touchpad though, so they have to make it for the most common denominator, Michael. Yeah.
1: Oh no, yeah, it's true. <laughs> no, they could probably get away with it. <laughs> oh, no, I know. It's just the it speed, the place to play it.
0: So when I first was hearing all this talk about a co-op Resident Evil game I'm like cool like I had fun like with 6 like 6 was fun to play in co-op and it had replayability of playing the other characters and um you know like I personally liked more Resident Evil appealed to me more as the action shooter zombie shooter that it you know that it kind of evolved into four four, to six six. yeah Yeah. and then they went quote unquote back to their roots with seven and i saw some stuff from seven and i never really had any any desire to play it or not to play it i'm damn sure not gonna play it in vr (laughs) nope (laughs) so um i mean horror movies and horror-esque stuff has never been a thing for me but um this you know like what's it's weird because with what we're sorry what resident evil is doing now and then what um Similar to what Ubisoft announced with uh, Rainbow Six Siege, um, Contagion, I think. What was it called that they announced at E3? That the it was like a co-op thing that it looked like it had. It was the Rainbow Six gameplay. Yeah, But it yeah, looked like um, it was you know like kind of like player versus environment kind of thing.
1: Ah, uh, I forgot what it's called. Contagion, it or something. it's something yeah. like that.
0: Yeah, but. You know, so it just kind of gets to the point of like how many of these things can you have? And you eventually you worry about a little bit of exhaustion. But, you know, like t- making quarantine. something quarantine, making something, right? Yeah, Re- Rainbow Six uh, quarantine. But making something that's new and innovative and stuff like that is scary. So and it's risky for these companies. Uh, speaking of a newer style of gameplay, um, and again, like the more that I see about these, like the things like this, the more I'm like, I just want to play a game and know that I'm done with it. I'm not opposed to this, but it's just like, really, I didn't expect it, I guess. So,
1: uh, so what what Dave is talking about is uh, <laughs> Remedy Entertainment put out the DLC roadmap for Control. Uh, the DLC roadmap is a photo mode in Fall 2019, which I can't wait for because the game is gorgeous. Uh, a new game mode in December 2019 called Expeditions. Uh, the first expansion, The Foundation, early 2020. And the thing everyone's really excited for, expansion number two, AEW. I almost said AEW out of instinct because it's the new wrestling organization. But AWE in mid-2020, which is going to be an expansion. The thing that people are excited about is the teaser image for the AWE is very reminiscent of the Alan Wake logo and design. So people are immediately thinking. Yeah, I saw a lot of headlines
0: of, like, is this in the same universe? Does this game take place in the same universe? You know.
1: So the concept of an AWE, which is Altered World Events, that is actually something Remedy... It's a term Remedy has used throughout a couple of their games. So Alan Wake might have mentioned this, but uh, Quantum Mm -hmm. Break mentions A-W-E. So this might be some sort of Alan Wake thing. Some people are like, oh, maybe they're just introducing Alan Wake into the game. Remedy owns Alan Wake now, so they clearly could do that. What I'm guessing is you just bring the main character in from control. So the way the oldest house works is the oldest house can turn itself into whatever it wants maybe it turns into the, the world of Alan Wake and you just mm-hmm. have Jesse or Jess going through that world, which would be pretty cool. A pretty cool way to reintroduce people to Alan Wake and then maybe you do Alan Wake Remastered right around the same time. So then you're like, hey, control people. You can play the the actual Alan Wake experience. Right. On, on modern consoles. Which would be but I yeah, just, cool.
0: I just really like what God Award did, where they're like, okay, here's the game, and I think they did something like four weeks later, and then they're done. It mm-hmm. appears that they're that they're done. Yeah, Days they Gone has has plus. monthly challenges now, and you know, like, and this, like, I get it. Like, I I understand that maybe Photo Mode is something that's hard to work on. It's easier to work on after the game is out, and you know, that seems to kind of be par for the course of like a Photo Mode has always been coming later. You know, but like to me, like it doesn't feel like photo mode would make me go back into playing a game just because you add photo mode.
1: Oh, oh, for for sure, it's not there. But as just to throw it in a game, like a month later, isn't crazy. The I, I'm fine with the game having expansions just because I, I love the world that Remedy built. Mm-hmm. I haven't uh, played
0: it yet, so I can't really speak to that. It's just more or less like me looking at like do I okay now I have it like do I want to wait to play it until some DLC comes out so that you know like you know, I'm not I, I'll play it when I have time obviously like or when I sit down and decide that I want to play it I just don't want to think like oh okay now I gotta wait X amount of months like I have enough games that I can't play on a monthly basis that I don't need to keep adding to that list
1: <laughs> see I never have enough games I never have enough time so that that's my problem like I can always play more games just need more time uh, mm-hmm. But I really, th- this is uh, one of my favorites of the year, so I, I, I can see myself returning to the expansion. I think the season pass is only like twenty, thirty dollars, so I, I'm fine with putting that money in. Maybe I'll be done with Overwatch by then, <laughs> by uh, mid 2020 for the last expansion. Maybe, just maybe. Uh, do you want to take Overwatch next... two out? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Overwatch is coming to the Switch, and like I, I know we're not uh, a Nintendo podcast, but holy shit, the Nintendo Direct last week yeah, was um, amazing.
0: All the Super Nintendo games, like I was like looking at a lot of those. I'm like, hmm,
1: mm-hmm. yeah the 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 S uh, the Super Nintendo games coming, which is getting more into the like generation that I started playing games, which interests me uh, a lot because that means we're just getting this much closer to the N64. Uh, <laughs> But they announced so many things in that Direct. I was not expecting Deadly Premonition Remastered to be on the Switch, let alone Deadly Premonition 2 being announced as a Switch game. Uh, the, The Animal Crossing stuff looked adorable. I don't really know what a Neo Geo is, but they got a character from one of the neo geo games to be in smash Michael brothers at
0: psnation.com
1: mhm yep 29 <laughs> years old they uh, they had so many things they showed banjo Kazooie off uh overwatch was announced for the switch which was kind of spoiled by a case like the week prior yeah
0: um i wanted to ask you about that though like so is would you have to start another character yes you'd, like,
1: you'd have to start everything so- over Okay, you'd have to do all your unlocks again, like so you, you, you link does your that turn
0: you does that turn you off
1: now here's the thing I'm expecting the bar to be super low for competitive in the switch, so <laughs> I want to see if I can hit top five hundred <laughs> on the switch' I just I'm feel a like top five
0: hundred overwatch player what
1: platform that switch? doesn't matter yeah that doesn't <laughs> fucking matter, does it yeah, I know that would be impossible, but it's funny i was really excited when i saw it because like playing overwatch on the go would be great but holy crap the joy cons are kind of trash with durability so i can't imagine
0: yeah playing a like sitting down playing like a session where you're because like in shooters man like i mean with the dual shocks like we put a lot of strain on those sticks like oh in terms yeah of, like constant movement and running and moving and snap and you know and like i break controllers like crazy
1: it, it's funny i i just had to take apart my uh, astros Not because the sticks were breaking, but the sticks were kind of getting a little weird. But luckily I can open that, that thing up and then replace the sticks and I was all good to go. But just one of those things where it's just, you feel that even like a really good controller, it's like, oh, we're naturally just a little rough with them. Luckily the sticks mm-hmm. weren't broken. They just needed to be like replaced, which is something I wish we could do on like a Dual Shock. Yeah, because that's usually what happens. Because I opened up a Dual Shock before, and it just needed to be like cleaned out or like realigned, and then I was able to get the work. But I don't want to open up Dual Shocks. Uh, yeah, do kinda, that kind of
0: scary. So
1: yeah, uh, do you want to take the next story?
0: Yeah. Uh. So similar to the Alpha that we just had like two weeks ago for uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, we are getting a beta um and there is early access for playstation that starts on the 12th so by the time you're listening to this podcast the beta the closed this is the closed beta one so this is this will be live um i have plans on streaming it over the weekend i think michael's going to be playing it um Mm -hmm. we'll see if uh, if he's going to be doing anything else with that um so the beta starts, so PlayStation gets, like, two days early, like the 12th and the 13th, I think. And then, like, sometime in the middle of the day on the 13th, it goes public for Xbox and PC. Um, so, yeah, the PS4 exclusive beta, the test weekend exclusive, or, or I'm sorry, it looks, uh, no, I'm sorry, this weekend isn't entirely exclusive. Yes. The, the, the first, yeah, so I, I missed, I thought it was just part of it. So the first beta test weekend is exclusive for PS4 owners, running from Thursday, September 12th, to the morning of Monday, September 16th. Um, early access: The first two days of the weekend, Thursday the 12th and Friday the 13th, are available early access for players who have pre-ordered Modern Warfare on PS4. Um, and you can pre-order it on Amazon, and they usually send you the code, and they don't take your money. Yep. Um, and then open the beta, the rest of the beta period from September 14th to the morning of Monday September 16th is free to all PS4 owners. And if you've got a PS4 and an internet connection, you should be good to go through PlayStation, uh, though PlayStation Plus may be a requirement for some territories. The Alpha didn't require Plus. The 2v2 did not require Plus. So. Yeah. Um, and then the weekend number two, is, this is actually the one that I'm kind of interested in, is all players, and it's cross-play. The second beta test weekend for all players starting Thursday, September 19th to run into the, the morning of Monday, September 23rd. So if you're on PS4 owner, regardless of whether or not you pre-order the game, you can resume and continue to play the open beta for the entire weekend number two, um, both the early, you know, from that. And then the first two days of the weekend, September 19th and 20th, are free to all PS4 owners and, and do not require a pre-order. So and the rest of the beta is open from Saturday the 21st to the morning of the 23rd it's accessible to all players regardless of pre-order status. So the what I'm really interested with that is the that second weekend is supposed to be like where PS4 can play against Xbox and against PC at the same time.
1: Yeah, which I'm looking forward to see how that goes. And I just want a reminder to see if the Xbox community has grown up since it's 360 days. I remember that being a very uh, toxic, but the PlayStation community's turned pretty bad too because it just becomes like whatever console is most popular and the cheapest tends right. to draw in the most asshole children. <laughs> so Xbox Xbox 360 era, that community was really bad. PlayStation era, era right now, some of those uh, little kids have <laughs> they go whatever is cheapest console. Luckily most right. kids are on their phone now so I don't have to, we don't have to worry about them too much. Uh, I just want to see everyone play nice and I want to know if they actually show you who you're playing on a different platform because I just want to see fanboy I wars. I think
0: like like I've seen um it was int- like when I was playing Dauntless. Like mm-hmm. Dauntless used to have a little logo next to your name and it had like a logo of like a dual I want to say like a DualShock 4 or it had a logo or the Microsoft circle with the X through it mm-hmm. like the Xbox logo and then I think the PC just had like a monitor
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know so like a computer monitor thing I so, just want
1: to hear the trash talk uh, from that right
0: alright uh, the last one like why is this a thing
1: I have no fucking idea but,
0: Excuse my yawn, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> threw me off just a little bit. Okay. Uh, the This apparently is a new story. I thought I'd put in it for fun. Uh, PlayStation, at least PlayStation UK, has confirmed that the buttons on the controller are triangle, circle, square, and cross. It is not the X button. It is the cross button. The reason this is not a big news story to me and Dave is because... When Josh was the editor in this, our like writer's guide, the cross button was listed, and he would edit our reviews and take any mention of the X button out and replace it with a cross. That is like the only reason I now call it the cross button, or at least when I write, when I say stuff out loud, I say the X button just because that's that's right. what it, that's what it looks like. But yeah, official word, and apparently this is this blew up the internet last week of people just like making articles about no it's not x so it's press cross to jason everyone it is not press x to jason it is press cross to jason
0: i think that the the whole concept behind it is like and this has nothing to do with microsoft because playstation's controller the ps1 came out before the um xbox Mm -hmm. right so yeah um Nintendo's Super Nintendo had A, B, X, Y, and then L and R. Um, and it was obvious that it was A and B, and then X and Y were added for the Super Nintendo. Um, so that made alphabetical sense. <laughs> um, so, and then Sony's is symbols. Yeah. You know, it's a triangle, which is a symbol. It's a circle, which is, you don't call it O.
1: Yeah, no. If I ever heard someone call it no.
0: Yeah, you Just press the O button to jump
1: yeah. uh, There is someone Who used basic geometry In uh, the comments uh, For the original tweet uh, It was like SIE crimson Crosses have the d- Same distance between each Stick crosses form a square X's don't Have the same distance between Each stick X's form A rectangle geometry That is <laughs> explains it, and, it was, and when they put that there I like I, I had a hand write down of just like a cross and an X I'm like oh yeah no that's totally how they're supposed to be that's probably what the design was right. for it
0: but it just like I said it's not the O button
1: mm-hmm. yeah why so, would you have a letter like, with shapes yeah
0: so I mean whatever it's funny I mean you know for them to like formally come out and say something and people are going to call it whatever they want to call it like so yeah um, all right, so that is it for the news. A little bit of a lighter news week. I'm sure we'll have some TGS post stuff. Knowing our luck, something like we're both going to go to bed tonight and we're going to roll out of bed in the morning and something ridiculous is going to happen.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when is I got to look up when TGS like officially starts? I think it officially started. Yeah. Um,
0: I think so. there was some another Death Stranding trailer or something.
1: It was supposed to be like he was teasing 49 minutes, but then a briefing trailer came out. It was about seven minutes. It was a lot of exposition. So I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, TGS the business day is September 12th. So as we're recording right now in Japan it's September 12th. So we'll probably yeah. in the time Dave edits the uh gets the podcast edited and posted
0: something we, ridiculous will happen yeah, and we'll be we we'll feel like we're behind.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, okay.
0: All right, so new releases for the week of September fifteenth coming out on Tuesday, September seventeenth. Real fishing, R E E L fishing, a real uh, road trip adventure, twenty nine ninety nine, rated E for everyone. Uh, a game that I know Tyler will buy. Tyler Dog will buy. Uh, <laughs> Truck Driver, <laughs> uh, thirty nine ninety nine, rated E for everyone. Just called Truck Driver, um, and then did we know that this game was this third game was coming like th- did they announce this and you and i missed this
1: um i mean um, it's the remastered they did announce it uh remember bandai namco they they kind of just like had four trailers released during i think the xbox press conference
0: Oh, okay i, yeah. I so believe this is one of them yeah it's ninu kuni uh wrath of the white witch Uh, remastered 49.99 rated e10 this might make me think about playing this game. Huh. I know a couple people that really, 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 really like this game.
1: It's... Uh, so, I, I love this game, but at a certain point, it turns into an absolute fucking grind. And I oh, just couldn't do yeah. it anymore. So <laughs> maybe let me, I won't. <laughs> maybe watch the, uh, uh, the YouTube edit of all the cutscenes, because it's gorgeous. This is when Studio Ghibli yeah. was working on the game. It's uh-huh. watch, watch a super cut and enjoy it as a movie. It gets super grindy. Okay. Uh, later on, or at least I thought it did.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know that it's it's still an RPG at its heart. So, um, so that is all we have. So it's a lighter week, as we're you know, and you know, Borderlands is out this week. Um, Borderlands three. There's some other stuff, and we're getting closer and closer to October. It's getting scarier and scarier every time uh, in terms of when stuff's going to be coming out. Um, and we would love your guys' support with all these new releases. So if you're buying Borderlands, or if you're going to buy Ninu Kune, the, the remastered, or if you're really into truck driving or fishing, like uh, these all have Amazon affiliate links attached to them within the show notes. Uh, you can access the show notes through the forums, uh, psnation.com slash forums, or on the web the website post of the podcast that goes up Um, and in those notes there are links to the games you click on them you can pre-order them or buy them um, and they have affiliate links on them as well Uh, and then you can also just go to psnation.com where we have an affiliate link section on the site click on the banner on the left hand side of the page it'll take you to the next page that has all of the uh, companies that we have affiliations with where if you doesn't change your shopping at all and if you purchase something we get a commission for it. Um, We still have our merchandise store on Zazzle.com slash PSNation. And I'm curious as to if you guys would like us to maybe do another shirt similar to our E3 shirt. You guys did a a pretty cool thing helping us get some extra funds for E3 to buy Michael Fatburger a couple times more than we probably would have the first time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I don't know if we want to do something like holiday-oriented at all. Um, If we want to do something, you know, just, you know... I don't even know. I was just thinking about trying to maybe do you know, a shirt maybe two or three times a year. So I was just seeing how it was going to work. So I would love to hear if you guys would like to see another shirt. It probably would be through Teesprings again. Yeah. Because um, that seemed to, to to do pretty well for us profitability-wise. Um, But you can still go to com and get a bunch of other stuff customized with your gamer tag on it, your name on it, and our logo on it and things like that. It's a pretty cool store. A little pricey in my opinion, but it's cool. The stuff you get is custom.
1: That's why I like Teespring better because it's like... The it made sense financially for us, but it also was way more affordable for, yeah. for listeners.
0: So if you want to see another shirt, um, tweet at us, Facebook us, let us know you want to see another shirt, and maybe offer a suggestion. So in terms of what you like to see from it, and I can try to work with, you know, maybe it'll spark an idea for Michael or myself, or we can brainstorm with some of the staff, and we can see what we can do. So, but I know that the the light bar kind of shirt kind of went over well for everybody; they seemed to like it. So. Um, and then our video services. So twitch.tv slash PS where you can watch us live stream games. Um I've been I live streamed the Ghost Recon beta. Um I live streamed that was mostly it. Yeah, that last week. Yeah, then last I, I live streamed the beta when I had a little bit of time. I will be live streaming the Call of Duty beta over the weekend when I'm playing it. Um, and you can watch and give us a follow and drop a subscription. If you want to subscriptions are half off during the month of September and bits have like a 10% bonus attached to them as well. So, uh, it would only cost you like $2 and 50 cents to subscribe to us. Um, instead of the normal 499 or if you have amazon prime you can link amazon prime with with your twitch account and you get something called twitch prime where you get a free subscription to a twitch streamer of your choice that you can choose to or not to use on us um, and it'd be great if you chose to do that um and then also uh, youtube.com slash ps nation where a lot of the twitch replays go posted um along with you know the random trailer here or there um so, I mean, I've been toying with some ideas. I got some new software and things like that, so I'm thinking about trying to do a little bit more audio commentary over gameplay of, you know, just the deeper dives into things like whether it's if it's Ghost Recon or if it's Division or if it's Destiny or if it's, you know, if it becomes Borderlands or, you know, like maybe Michael will do something on Overwatch or Control or something like that. And we'll see if we can, you know, get some other things going with that. So if those are things that you guys want to see, feedback is very important to Michael and I in terms of what we're doing. Like we got a little bit of feedback on that little free-to-play Destiny 2 conversation that we kind of had back and forth with each other. And that's always good to know that you guys are willing to offer feedback. And it, it's okay for you guys to tell us that you didn't like something. <laughs> I, You know, like so we know not to do it again or we know to adjust it. So please, if there's, something is annoying you, don't just not say anything. If, you know, if I'm if you hear my tongue hit against my teeth and it drives you crazy like please let me know otherwise i won't ever thing
1: that happens
0: i don't know i'm just saying
1: now i'm gonna listen for it
0: (laughs) i know that we had somebody months ago tell us either you or i i think it was i that said too much of the same phrase of like things like that or something like that so and i've tried that be yeah i've tried to be cognizant of what i do so um yeah like for that when i first read it sure it's like oh okay do i really do that like it kind of like gets in my head a little bit but it's the only way that that we're gonna get better so please don't be nice about it don't be a dick but i do want to hear if something bothers you <laughs> <laughs> so um so that is it for that um for the basic stuff there Do you want to start off with what you're planning watching
1: Yeah, okay, so uh, last week I was really excited for Monster Hunter Iceborne Uh, then I found out you had to be monster rank 16 Uh, me and Sarah were 13, so we've been playing a shit ton of vanilla Monster Hunter and killing Diablos over and over and over again
0: Like how many times over again?
1: (sighs) I needed marrow from him which is like a 14% drop uh, so, I think I killed Diablos like four times in a row before I got the marrow. And then Sarah needed a Majestic Horn for her weapon, so that took like two more kills of Diablos. This because at the time, Diablos had the highest rank stuff we could make. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's De- Devalahu has got the highest armor, so I need to kill him. About so what
0: Monster Hunter rank are you?
1: I'm 14 or 15 right now, so I'm not... So
0: you haven't even started the Iceborne content?
1: Nope. Nope. Uh, Luckily, I didn't pull the trigger and purchase it yet because it'll probably go on sale by the time we get there. We've been playing every night. We only took a break this weekend just because we had uh, friends visiting. But, man, I love that game. Uh, (laughs) It's such a good game. And it's perfect for co-op. Like, Sarah's got a pretty complicated... Character, It's at the bug enclave or the, the, the bug weapon, which is pretty complicated. I am a hammer character, so I just look for ways to drop my hammer and swing my hammer and punch things with my hammer. Hers involves a lot of strategy, so she's learning all of the stuff that I should pay attention to instead of me just trying to swing my hammer. Yeah, like weak,
0: like weak points of the monsters or yeah, exactly. breaking append appendages off and things yeah, like that.
1: Yeah, I just bash shit with my hammer. Um <laughs> cuz I like the hammer. It's a really simple weapon. I it just every time she she's like the, the brains of the operation, I'm just the brute force. She's just like I'm going to do all this crazy shit. I'm going to prepare for the match and I'm just like, "All right, I'm hopping in and I got my hammer. Let's go." And uh, it's just been really fun playing that. I will probably, uh, uh, probably won't touch Iceborne for like another two weeks because I'm going (laughs) on vacation next week. Uh, So, playing a shit ton of Monster Hunter. And then a friend uh, is visiting uh, in town, the one that I uh, visited in Colorado earlier this year. Uh, So, Saturday they came over. And we played Rock Band 4 for seven hours.
0: It looked like you had a pretty cool party, and I wasn't invited.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of drinks. Uh, My friends uh, wanted to get White Girl Wasted, so they...
0: Yeah, I I was curious of why you purposely went and bought White Claw.
1: They wanted... They literally, like... (laughs) Those people you saw in the video you tweeted were saying they needed to get White Girl Wasted, because the, the people
0: that I know that drink that stuff say that they, because it's like, doesn't that have like 5 or 6% alcohol in it?
1: Yeah, it's not very strong. Yeah. Uh, but they wanted to try it because it's like super popular and it was just like, okay so that's why they bought like 3 cases of it and we went through like 3 cases of White Claw, which actually isn't too bad. But the scary thing is it's like one of that alcohol, even though it's 5%, it's very easy to drink those yeah, and not Yeah, like there's realize. people that have said,
0: like, oh, I can drink, like, 30 of these and I'll be fine. I'm like, you're nuts.
1: <laughs> yeah, my one of my friends probably went through, like, 12 during our seven-hour rock band session. And then on it's top like the of... the new
0: version of Mike's Hard Lemonade. <laughs>
1: that's basically what it is. It, it's yeah. the alcohol for the lightweights that the alcoholics <laughs> would take advantage of uh, in terms of just, like, chugging. <laughs> and yeah, cans and that, cans of
0: it it's like the guy that, yeah the guy that i go see up north that's a friend of mine from elementary school and stuff like that like his parents used to live near near his as well and i'd go we'd go over there like for a bonfire or something like that and he would be like you want a beer or water i'm like what are you talking about And he'd have like a bud light in his hand and he's like you want water <laughs> or then he'd have something else in his hand yeah, that i'd never heard of That's like you want a beer and i'm like uh i guess i'll take a water because i don't know what that is
1: <laughs> yeah it's funny um we're still, like, our recycling is ridiculous and I still haven't taken it out. Uh, when we were recording, I got up to get water and I accidentally hit my knee against the couch and two empty cans of White Claw came out from under the couch because I bumped the couch. Like, I'm not joking. I heard
0: you say something when you walked away. and I was
1: just... <laughs> Yeah, that was me accidentally finding out there was two empty cans of White Claw because there's, like, 36 cans or 40 cans just, like, in uh, recycling right now. And then on top of was... that...
0: We had, so happy you don't have deposits.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then we ended up, like, with the White Claw going through a Bottle Patron, a Case Angry Orchard, some random IPA that we bought because it had, like, a cool skull on it. Like, some craft IPA. Uh, and that's how we ended up paying Rock Band for seven hours. I have, like, I bought this Bose sound bar that's really good. And it was really good coincidence that there was, like, a party happening next door from, like, the neighbors that are always loud. So we took advantage of that and blasted the shit out of our sound system and didn't bother the people downstairs cuz the neighbors, they thought it was the neighbors. Yeah, yeah, the neighbors are down, uh, next door and we ended up like playing from we also got Uncle Remus which is the, some of the best chicken in Chicago. Uh we ended up getting that um but they came over at 7 o'clock, and it wasn't until 2 a.m. when we finally, like, people were passing out, falling asleep. And then it was just one of those awkward things where it was like one forty-five, and we're still playing Rock Band, and then me and Sarah are doing the math of, like, we've been playing since 7, and no one got tired until the very end. But, like, I have... So, I, I transferred Rock Band 1, Rock Band 2, Rock Band 3, and a Rock Band 4, and then all my DLC that I bought from Rock Band 1 and 2. So, I had, like, 350 songs How and then long did that take oh, man it was uh i did that a couple months ago like in january oh, okay. but that that was a long endeavor and then i find out you can uh the PS4 can only download so many things and install things at one time, so I would hit that limit after like, I think it's like 100. You can only download like 100 things at a time or 50 things at a time.
0: I remember having that conversation with Josh, and I'm like, can't you do that stuff off the web store? And he's like, oh, I didn't think of that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so I I had to do that. Uh, But I I, I guess I I drank enough that I didn't realize that the next day I had like receipts from the PlayStation store, because I guess at one point... Bought songs. Yeah, I bought bought like ten songs, and they they were all like garbage songs. Like not all of them, but it was like the Jonas Brothers and like some.
0: And how much did those cost? Like a couple bucks or two
1: dollars a song. But also, one of my friends gave me a five dollar bill because I guess two of the songs he bought, and so so it was was weird. (laughs) It was just like, damn. Apparently, having over three hundred songs wasn't enough, so we ended up buying more. But it was the first time I got the to like really use the rock band set in a long time like a full rock band set uh,
0: nice. yeah it's uh, like two mics and a drum set and a guitar yeah and a we, bass we and, were
1: able to do because yeah. uh, it, it, it comes with one mic, one guitar one drum set but I had my rock band one guitar which still worked I had to like clean it out I opened it up to clean it out because a battery exploded in it so I thought the whole <laughs> thing was dead but luckily I just like cleaned it out air sprayed it uh, and then I forgot that Rock Band 4 added harmonies, or Rock Band 3 added harmonies. And I had a USB splitter. So then I grabbed the Rock Band 1 mic and then split the microphone. So then we were able to have two mics going. Nice. And people were able to harmonize. So at one point we had like the, the full the full band going, uh, which was really fun uh, to do that. Uh, so that's pretty much my gaming uh, for that just because every night my friend was visiting he doesn't visit Chicago that often so yeah. it's like I worked all day Friday. Saturday was a rock band night Sunday we bar hopped uh, went to like the ignite gaming lounge which is like a land party thing but they opened a, a bar in one of them so we ended up just drinking. Uh, they have like cool Mana and health potion themed bottles uh, for their mixed drinks and a awesome. Resident Evil gin yeah. and tonic were the gin. That's- is in a yeah. syringe, they uh, they cool. squirt out. Any
0: kind of theme stuff like that is always interesting, even yeah. though it's just the same stuff. But like the, pr- the presentation is always kind of cool.
1: Yeah, there was a Metroid margarita, which was in a yeah. little tiny uh, like circular uh, like cup.
0: I love, I love that. Like gaming culture is becoming more like mainstream now. So yeah,
1: I, if you're ever in Chicago, Dave, I got to take you to the the Ignite Gaming Lounge, and, uh, especially the one with the bar. Uh,
0: I need to. I need to go to Wrigley. Like that's on my list. I, like I want. I know you say that's like, Ugh. you know. I know you're a they, Sox fan, but like that, I want to go to Wrigley. They,
1: the the Ricketts family, even though they're they're not great, they they have made improvements to the park, which is yeah. Makes I just want to go. Better.
0: I just want to go there. Like I want to go to Comiskey as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, you, but, so USL there is a thing like Wrigley. See,
0: I still know it's Comiskey. No. Like, see,
1: <laughs> I got used to, and it's funny. It's not USL anymore. It's a guaranteed great yeah. field. Right. Uh, but I went to uh, o- o- New Comiskey Park or whatever it was called uh, yeah. when I was a kid. And then, uh, like, during most of my childhood, it was the cell. Um, right. But oh, even yeah, now, that it, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I-, I remember going when it was Comiskey or New Comiskey Park, and then it was the yeah. cell for a good majority. And it will always be the cell <laughs> until, right. like, the day I die because I'm not going to fucking call it guaranteed yeah. rates. Yeah, actually, field.
0: I would love to just. to. Not necessarily Soldier Field as much, but I would love to go to the United Center, Wrigley, and Comiskey.
1: See, I've. Uh, I like the United Center. Uh, I just want to see
0: the Jordan statue and go to a Bulls game. Like, yeah, they I've moved never it, been. They
1: moved so. it indoors, uh, which I don't blame because the United Center area is not the best area. Uh, but I, it's been a while since I've done uh, a Cubs game in a day and a Sox game at night, which is uh-huh. like my favorite thing to do because it's like you can do that because they often. Yeah, or set up that way because Wrigley doesn't do that many night games and the White Sox uh-huh. mostly do night games. Right. So if you do it, you should do it right. And yeah. the, there's a train that takes you to the front of Wrigley and a block away from the White Sox yeah. part.
0: Maybe I'll figure something out for the spring or something like
1: that. Yeah, it, it's definitely worth it. Uh, you get day drunk in between the parks. It's <laughs> fine. And, and uh, the cell has really good food, so you're taken yeah. care of. I
0: follow Darren Ravel on Twitter, and he's like he used to work for ESPN. And he puts out some like random facts and stuff like that, and but also he'll he'll put out like the like the food and certain <laughs> things that I, you, I see it because I go to I haven't been to Comerica where the Tigers play much this year because um, they're terrible, um, but Comerica I don't really feel like it has any what I would consider to be like unique foods. Like yeah, you can get like a broth there, or you can get like you know Detroit style pizza and and things like that, but. You know, like some of these other things that I see, like at these other ballparks, I'm like, "Oh, that looks so good."
1: Yeah, there's not like the good thing about the cell is they have good food, but it's not like the disgusting food that you see at some ballparks where it's like, "Oh, we." jam this Twinkie up
0: the sweet potato cauliflower
1: yeah yeah, there's nothing crazy they're they're not jamming Twinkies up hot dogs assholes and doing weird shit they're not a big Debbie yeah yeah they're they're not not doing any weird shit like that and they're also known for like their craft beer and if you're into craft beer yeah Uh, but I I don't know I really like the sale it's been like a couple years since I've been to it but
0: that's cool I'm glad you got to hang out because as much as we do the gaming stuff and things like that like the social interaction is is hugely important, and our retail jobs don't count as social interaction.
1: Oh God, no! I <laughs> there is some days I don't know if you're about <laughs> like this day where you you get home and you just want to decompress, and it's just like yeah. I don't if I if there's an off day where I don't talk to a fucking person, I am so
0: happy. <laughs> yeah.
1: Where it's just like, girlfriend will come home from work, and you're like, what did you do on your day off? And I'm like, nothing. I didn't say yeah. one word out loud this entire day.
0: It's
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> the first time I've heard my voice. Uh, uh, did you so, watch anything? Yeah, so uh, my friend, uh, when he was over, uh, while we were eating, convinced me to watch the first episode of The Boys. Okay. Uh, which I actually really liked. Uh,
0: I, do you know anything about it, like, prior
1: no, I, I know about the the comic, and I remember seeing it in like a comic shop before, but I never picked it up. Okay, uh, I really like it. I like that it's it. just seems like bootleg version of like all the actual superheroes. <laughs> I like that aspect of it. Yeah, uh, it might be a little too dark for my liking. Uh, even it's though got, I like,
0: I feel like it has a pacing issue.
1: Yeah, no, the the, the first episode was kind of all over the place. Uh, but it was intri- intriguing enough that I'll probably keep going, uh, mm-hmm. just to, just cause I kind of need a new show. Cause I, I, the other show I watched, I finished Veronica Mars season four and okay. that was probably one of my favorite Veronica Mars, uh, seasons though. It left me angry and confused, uh, but I need something to replace that. And I think the boys will be the next show I, I, I watch, uh, I just hope the pacing gets better because the first Mm -hmm. episode was all over the place, but I enjoyed it, or at least it was, again, it was intriguing enough to keep me going. Uh, And then uh, my friend wanted to see It Chapter 2. Basically, we just told my friend every night, like, what do you want to do? And then we did it. Uh, Monday, even though I had to open the next day at like nine in the morning, uh, he bought tickets for everyone to see It Chapter 2 at 11 o'clock. And I was like, (laughs) cool. But I didn't know It too was 2 hours and 50 minutes.
0: Oh, man. And
1: that's not including previews. So I didn't get out till 2 in the morning and then didn't get home till like 2.33. But I did see It Chapter 2 and I actually really liked it. Uh, I agree with most people that the ending is bad. But if you read the books, the ending is bad. If you watch the original miniseries, the ending is bad. I think they just don't know how to end that movie or that that franchise and it chapter two suffers the same problem where the 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 ending's bad but i really enjoyed it if i was comparing it to the miniseries i think the miniseries did the uh, the childhood better but it chapter two did them being adults significantly better than the miniseries did the the kids being adults So I I was surprised how much I liked it. Though it was funny because we were in a pretty empty theater. There's maybe... uh, Only uh, two of my friends went to see a chapter two because it was was a Monday night at, you know... Right. uh, 12, you know, like midnight. Uh, There was like a couple who were probably really annoyed that in this empty theater we happened to pick two rows behind them. There was like a family in the front row and then like two people behind us like way in the back. And they were scared about every every time there's a jump scare or something that was supposed to be creepy. But me and my friends thought everything that was supposed to be scary or creepy was hilarious. Like everything that movie does to try and scare, uh, I just always found it to be awkward and hilarious. And I probably enjoyed it for the wrong reasons at those at at those particular moments. But I I don't know. I I really liked it. And it actually made me like the first movie better because I thought the first movie was okay. So despite the bad ending, I, I was like surprised how much I like enjoyed it. Uh, but yeah, that that is it for me, Dave. All
0: right, um, I uh, we got NBA Two K uh, twenty for review. Um, how are the slot I, machines? <laughs> I haven't delved. I had a chance to delve too deep into it. I had a couple people on vacation at my job, so working over the weekend, and I kind of hit that. I hit it about every three three months yeah, just kind of like this gaming kind of lull where I'm just like not motivated to play stuff and I kind of like force myself to play some things but um, but I, I dabbled just of just a little bit in 2k um, ma- mainly with the player creator and stuff like that I have not had a chance to I've had a couple of people ask me about this you Michael included um I have not had ran into an issue where I feel obligated to tweet fix 2k. Hashtag fix NBA 2K or whatever. I hear oh, the beautiful. loading screens are terrible. Um, I have, um, I want my son to download it as well at his dorm so I can play some games against him. Um, I have another friend of mine from high school that um, he has it as well. And him and I just haven't linked up yet uh, to, to play. So I definitely will get some online gaming going on with that. I'll mess around with the My Player thing and I guess the, the streetball thing. It's been a long time. My son loves the 2K series. So we've had some of them before and I just haven't really played them it's been a long time since i played it so i don't want to say that i can review that game next week um i can probably review it in two weeks because i do want to put some time into it and i will stream it so if you guys are want to are interested and have any questions or whatever when i'm streaming it please like come into the twitch chat ask your question and and i can try to figure it we can figure it out together or something like that but it looks really cool like looking the looks of the game are really really cool um, you know, the WNBA has been added and things like that, which is fine, you know, like, and so I'm really curious to kind of like dig deeper into it. Um, and then I also got a new, uh, VR game that today, um, that I'm really kind of interested in. The trailer looks really, really cool. Um, it's called battle wake warfare. Um, and it's like a VR pirate game. So I will, Stream that if you guys want to see me stream a VR game. And when I do that, we could do multiple things with that setup. I could have somebody on a party chat with me, uh, watching the stream. And if you guys ask a question in chat, um, they can speak, you know, read it to me, and then I can try to answer it. Or I can have like my wife, you know, in the room with me while I stream. I can have the camera on, the webcam on, if you guys want. And you can see me look ridiculous, like moving my head around and all that stuff or we can have it off and you can i don't i don't i i have never streamed a vr game so i, I kind of i i want to um i need to hook my vr up this week <laughs> um but and then i dabble just a little bit in destiny i'm doing very small little you know pieces of prep work and things like that not really even prep work just trying to finish off a couple of things so i don't have to worry about them anymore they increased the you know the drop rate chances of some really really good weapons from season of the drifter and some of the activities and and they supposedly like lowered the difficulty on some of these activities but like it's still just a pain in the ass with match made activities they're just not fun um but watching um i did have some time to watch some things and one of the things that we watched on besides like college football and pro football and watching the lions blow an 18 point lead and tie a game awesome job um i watched the dennis rodman 30 for 30
1: we just talked yeah. about his cups did they mention those
0: <laughs> and they didn't mention his cups. Um, but they kind of, like, there is some pretty, uh, he's got a really interesting upbringing, which I guess probably doesn't surprise anybody. But um, if you get a chance to watch that 30 for 30, um, I don't know how many more times it's going to re-air on ESPN or ESPN2 before it moves over to ESPN+. Um, but he didn't play high school basketball at all. Mm. and like some of the random facts he grew 11 inches when he was 19 years old jesus yes so it's it's just interesting and kind of like sort of why he quote-unquote snapped like from the time where he left detroit to go to san antonio and then Mm. we like when he got annoyed in san antonio and then he got to go to to, you know go to the bulls you know things like that and just kind of talking about the the persona of of dennis rodman and things like that like it, it was the first three quarters of that documentary were really good when it started kind of talking about a little bit of his post basketball stuff and things like that to me it got a little bit kind of boring yeah but the, definitely the first like the first hour like as it gets up to him getting drafted into the nba and stuff like that like was fascinating Um, And then I also watched on Netflix a documentary called Screwball, which has to do with the uh, steroid era and primarily a focus on Alex Rodriguez Mm. um, and the HGH and the testosterone things and the the guy with the anti-aging clinic in Miami. Um, and he was in the doc, the, I can't think of his name. I just watched it today. I can't think of his name, but, um, that's a really good documentary. The thing that was interesting about that is that, you know how, like when you're watching a documentary or you're watching, sorry, Michael's got a cat walking across the screen. (laughs) Um, when you're watching a documentary or you're watching like, um, even I guess like the, the God, I'm going to date myself when I say this, but the VH one behind the music stuff, you know, like where they try to like
1: (laughs) that is true Hollywood story.
0: Yeah, where they try to re like they're showing you so you're not just listening to somebody talk, they're trying to reenact the scene. <laughs> but so when they're trying to reenact the scene of like what happens and stuff like that, they did this with like 12-year-olds as the characters. What the hell? Like, <laughs> it's hard to explain, but like so they had this guy like the the character one of the uh, one of the guys that was like on the regimen program and he decided to invest in the company because he thought the company would be great to help people lose weight and and gain muscle mass but he wasn't realizing that it was like a steroid clinic and they Mm -hmm. were maybe getting some of their testosterone via the black market until he got invested in the company but they would have like a teen, like a like an 11 year old or a 12 year old like play this person they put like a wig on him and they would like have him like mouth the words like it was just like it was it, it, uh, it was enough comedic relief to it that it was just it was funny and like if he would like have this shirt on that would be like stuffed with like padding on it to make him look like he was you know getting bigger because he was like lifting weights and things like that and you know on the testosterone you know regimen and things like that and talked about you know manny ramirez and his books and 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 like the whole incident like where major league baseball had to in you know do this whole investigation where abrad got suspended for like a year and a half um it was all like at its core was all over like a four thousand dollar investment by this guy that the other guy that the owner of the clinic wasn't paying him back
1: Hmm.
0: so so for four grand it blew up the thing to the this highest paid player in baseball baseball's history like at the the end of it it's like it reported like alex rodriguez has made like 485 million dollars playing baseball
1: and what was that on
0: uh it was on netflix
1: okay i gotta check that out did you ever yeah, see the called... uh, the Lonely Island yeah. Bash Brothers experience?
0: No, I don't think so.
1: That that's uh the Lonely Island, you know the I'm on a boat guys, the Taking the Box guys. Yeah. Uh-huh. They did a uh a basically a half hour music video of the Bash Brothers, Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco. Uh-huh. It's fucking hilarious, dude. You need you need to watch <laughs> that. Be like weird sports things. Okay, Reginald, yeah. you, need to, <laughs> you need to get off.
0: I thought I held a face a straight face pretty well While a cat yeah. was climbing all over you
1: Yeah, yeah, this cat is. been <laughs> Michael's like either walking. worried
0: that he's going to knock the microphone off it yeah. t- t- type on the keyboard or something
1: Yeah, I'm worried he's going to hit space bar And he's, he's offended <laughs> now Because I had to pick him up Okay
0: Hitting spacebar is bad, as we, as you guys heard me in my little mini freakout during E3 when I hit spacebar accidentally while we were recording.
1: And I got cat hair all over the the microphone. It's okay, Reggie. It's okay. (laughs) I'll post a picture of him on 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 Twitter. So make this um, whole segment worth it.
0: Yeah, but that's it for for me for playing and watching. Um, So we're going to roll right into some of the community stuff. so if you uh, you go ahead and read the first one or two, while I look something up for one of these other questions.
1: Yeah, uh, the first one, uh, the one thing I hope you're looking up is the Destiny uh, voicemail we got. Uh, but we do have yes. another Destiny uh, related uh, feedback. Uh, so on Twitter, RG uh, Cazo C A Z O uh, just finished the latest podcast i like dave am a veteran d2 player i have no issues with d2 destiny 2 going free to play nor have any issues with new players starting at max power level does not affect my gaming experience at all welcome players so as we talked about last week of like i was curious what dave's reaction would be to having people jump in and dave didn't really care and it looks like uh this person uh randy doesn't care either well, uh, which biggest, I expect it to, to most people yeah. to be like. I only like the hardest of hardcore bros. I feel like would be the only ones that would care about other people. I, the reason Penny that Max. I don't really
0: care is because I think it's great that the more like more people, the, the more people that I get to play the game with, the more people in the community I get to interact with, and the more people that are playing the game and having fun, the better. And, the and I more think people that the
1: playing can keep the game alive.
0: Right, and and and. and giving them stuff or quote-unquote handing things out to them that other players have earned already like yeah sure it'll be in blue gear and they're gonna get new gear but as crazy as it sounds like they don't own the stuff that i own they didn't get to experience the things that i got to experience like while i was doing that like they will get to have their own experiences but they don't have like a certain piece of like when i get a really really good rolled piece of armor like I remember, like where it came from, or how many times I had to run something to get it, or that's built for the way that I play the game. Like I have a helmet that's like for you know great for shotgun kills that charges my super, and it also allows me to carry more shotgun bullets. And I have a pair of gloves that have like enhanced shotgun reloaders, which when like when my character reloads his shotgun, he looks like he's on steroids because of all the perks and things that I have going. And the steroids. New players, yeah. <laughs> new new players aren't going to have that. Um, they're gonna hopefully get it, and and they're gonna get to the build their, you know, like I love it how what, what Bungie's been calling it, but they're gonna get to build their own monster killing machine to how they want. Um, I already have mine, and and I love mine, and and I've built mine over the last couple of years, and I and I hope a new player gets to build theirs to to where that they love theirs as well. So the, if they can do that faster, great. <laughs> More power to you. Um, so. Please play.
1: <laughs> uh, do you want to res- uh, drop the voicemail in?
0: Um, yeah. So we got a uh, voicemail from... I don't have his name in front of me, but uh, is it just our, our regular voicemailer, Joe?
1: Uh, it doesn't say, unfortunately. It gives okay. us his personal number, so we probably yeah. can't say yeah. anything. But yeah, right. let's well, just assume.
0: Okay. So we're going to let you guys listen to the voicemail, and then I'm going to answer the question.
2: Hey, guys. Uh, great take. Podcast like normal. Um... So I called in uh, or left a message a while ago about asking about Destiny and you sort of answered it but um, so I guess the more better question would be that $30 for Shadow Keep does that also get me the year 2 content so I pay $30 for Shadow Keep in the first season do I get the year 2 story content with that as well or because I just have the base game. So if I have the base game and I buy Shadow Keith, do I also have to go buy the year two content? Um, what do I do? Anyway, so, um, and then just a uh, question for you guys. Um, is there any game that you put off buying because you're playing another game that was awesome? Uh, for me, I was really stoked on Borderlands 3, but then I got into Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and I just bought the DLC, and I'm basically like, I've still got another couple months of, Getting through Assassin's Creed Odyssey before I'm even able to play another game. So, uh, any game that has uh, caused you guys to delay buying another game that you wanted because you were just enjoying it so much. or um, Anyways, give uh, up a good podcast. And uh, uh, I do like Little Debbie's but Nutter Butters, they're pretty
1: good. Bye.
0: Alright, so thank you so much for sending the voicemail. You guys can do that as well, and we'll play them on the podcast. Um, And he's pretty much asking if I think it's worth, um, or what he he gets when he buys Shadowkeep. So, um, there are multiple versions. I'll answer both questions. There are multiple versions of Shadowkeep on the website. You can buy just... I I believe you can buy just Shadowkeep, and that costs $20. Actually, I'm sorry. I take it back. You can buy the destiny Two shadow keep which costs $30 and that gets you the shadow keep content which like i've mentioned before is probably about three to five hours of story-based content and a couple of things uh exclusive to the moon that are attached to shadow keep and then you also get the season of the undying content and season of the undying content is going to go from october 1st until sometime in the middle of december um, if I had to guess, probably around December seventeenth, because the game was supposed to release September seventeenth before it got a delay, and they try to do you know ninety day seasons, three month seasons. Um, in terms of again, like we talked about, the free to play version, so there's there'll be a little bit of a gap in the free to play version. Um, when you get Destiny Two New Light, you get all the Destiny Two Year One content, so you get the Red War campaign. The you know Curse of Osiris campaign and the War Mine campaigns and those story content and expansions, and then in that, in when Year Two kicked off, that's what kicked off Forsaken. Um, and so when Forsaken came out, that stuff will be separate, not part of your uh, New Light content. If you just buy Shadow Keep, you'll have no access to Year Two, so you have no access to Forsaken, the. Season of the Forge content, which is the forging of the weapons. Um, the Season of the Drifter, which involved um, Gambit Prime and Reckoning. And then also Season of Opulence, which involved the Menagerie. Um, that stuff is all behind the Forsaken 2 collection. Which they actually just lowered the price of the Destiny 2 Forsaken collection this week. And it's twenty four ninety nine, dollars um, And that gets you all of the year 2 content so let's say that you want to go all in on destiny uh when shadow keep comes out you can buy the collection the destiny 2 shadow keep collection version or you know digital deluxe version it's 59.99 that gets you shadow keep and the next four seasons season of the undying season of dawn season of whatever and season of whatever season of what uh so season of undying season of dawn Season three and season four of year three, which are the four seasons that will take you through until September of 2020. That costs 59.99, and then you can buy Destiny 2 Forsaken for 24.99. Um, that will be a substantially large amount of content for you. Um, do I think that you need to play the Forsaken content? Not necessarily. Do I think you need to play the year one content? Not at all. So, and I think that's part of the reason why it became free to play don't get me wrong like the Red War campaign the fighting against Gaul everything that you saw advertised was a great story Um, but in terms of the way that they're kind of pitching the game now I don't think that I feel like that that's that's just a story that they told that's kind of impacted the world but not as as relevant as the stuff that they're telling going forward so I hope that answers the question
1: he did have Um, one more question though
0: what was his other question?
1: Um, has there ever been a game that caused you in delaying the purchase of another game? And I think, oh uh, yeah, yeah, Destiny. Yeah, Destiny, and mine's Overwatch.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> in case
1: listeners haven't noticed, that like the two games that we just casually will drop that we played, and when we casually drop it, it probably means we played like six hours of it. Yeah. Um, and then also, he said something about Little Debbie being good, <laughs> but I, I don't know what he's talking about.
0: Okay, uh, Randy, or no, I'm sorry, LeBetsky on Twitter writes in, any hope of getting those only on PlayStation sleeves here in the US? Those are beautiful. Might have to import the Spider-Man and Last of Us ones if they don't end up here. Is he talking about the new those, box covers?
1: Yeah, the box covers. Okay. They are beautiful. I don't know if it would ever tempt me to double dip on a game. I, yeah, I never,
0: I never would. Yeah, Somebody's uh, going to dupe those to make, you, make them printable, right?
1: They, they, no, that's I was gonna say. Like you, if you go on like Reddit or uh, NeoGaf, I think NeoGaf still exists. When you go on no sites, I think you it's can a reset era now. Reset era now. I think, I, yeah. but NeoGaf exists, right? But it's like I, I don't even want to get into the shit.
0: I <laughs> know <laughs> not reset era now. I just think it's called reset era.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I think NeoGaf still exists, but it's like a fringy thing. Uh, <laughs> it's the
0: MySpace of Reddit.
1: You can usually find <laughs> custom box art that's gorgeous yeah. and I used to do that uh, with MLB The Show and 2K where you uh, people would make box covers for their team yeah, you know the player on their team, and it would look really nice. And I always wanted to go, you know, get a nice printout of it. Uh, either I don't know where I would get a nice printout, like Walgreens or uh, Kinkos yeah. or something, like
0: on glossy paper or something. Yeah, like. or, or FedEx.
1: Does Kinkos still yeah. exist? Can you find a Kinkos, or are they all FedEx? I stores? think
0: FedEx bought them. Okay, yeah, it's, it's FedEx Kinkos now, I believe.
1: Okay, yeah, like and then get like a nice glossy print of a yeah. box art. The only problem is, like, I love these these covers; they look gorgeous. I would want if it was the first time I was buying those games, I would buy them. With with that box. But there but even then, like there I'm just gonna see the spine. Like I bought yeah. steel books and I gotta stop doing it because all I see is the, the spine. I get
0: annoyed with a disc, let alone a box.
1: Yeah, like and especially my it's funny, like the bookshelf, uh Dave can't really see it behind me, but I, I've posted pictures of it. I don't want to get another bookshelf. <laughs> I am like trying my best to keep all the games I and movies I purchase on that bookshelf, and that means me getting rid of games and movies. After a certain period of time, of just like, am I really gonna watch this? Please, can someone take this copy of Swordfish from me? Please, <laughs> I've tried to give Swordfish to people many times, and no one wants it. And I, I, I at the point where I just want to keep my bookshelf filled with whatever, and if that means just going digital, I, I'm just gonna go digital. But man, those box covers look really gorgeous not
0: not enough for me to buy another
1: game yeah but that uh, yeah the spider-man if it was the first time I was buying spider-man I would buy that instead of buying like the the vanilla copy of spider-man but I I would hope they would do something like that over in the US just because I don't really like the greatest hits boxes Uh, what color are the greatest hits ones now are they they're, they're not red anymore right are they still red
0: I don't remember. I mean, they have, I think they have a little bit of red to them, but. um.
1: Yeah. Uh, I hated the red greatest hits uh, boxes on the PS3. I would love if, for greatest hits, Sony would just release special box art copies of them uh, and keep them at that $20 price point. like, if Sony could release these as greatest hits in the U.S. and then maybe open it up to whatever, however they classify greatest hits. I know it's sales numbers, but, you know. Uh, I, I would really be in on them turning the greatest yeah, hits line so into that.
0: The greatest hit ones look just like regular PS4 with the blue bar at the top. And then there's like a red line on them um, on the, right underneath where it says PS4, where it says greatest hits. And then I think it's the, the spine is red.
1: Yeah, that's some basic bitch shit. They need to make them super special and fancy, uh, because I would, I wouldn't buy them, but that would be more incentive to buy some of the greatest hits covers. Right. Yeah.
0: Um. All right. So Randy writes, "What is uh who is your favorite comedian and why?" Um. And side note, that's one of the things that I miss from the old days: the comedy skits at the end of the podcast. Um. So I'm not super into stand-up comedians. Um, I will watch them. Um, the I can't think of his name right now, but um, I can Google it really quick. But uh, some of the Jeff Foxworthy stuff, he's always kind of been a little bit funny to me. Um, and but I like I'm not into it like super. You know, like I, I've seen some older Tim Allen stuff, and I think Tim Allen was hilarious. Um, but I'm not up to date on my like, current comedians like if if he's been a stand-up comedian in the last fifteen or twenty years, I probably don't know who he is
1: mm. The reason you uh, Dave had to clarify that is because when he said Jeff Foxworthy I made a face <laughs> um, <laughs> so
0: uh, current... not his redneck stuff either He actually has some really good just non redneck uh, comedy things.
1: I yeah, I'm sure he had some good stuff like Ron white actually has good stuff and I think he was kind of Put in that rednecks of comedy thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, and he's been he's worked with him before, and then the other guy I can't think of his name right now, but he oh my gosh, he had his own. They've all had their own TV shows, but um, I'm terrible with names, so go ahead.
1: Uh, my the current comedians that I really like, uh, Mike Br- uh, Brig I always suck at his names, but he has some good. Uh, my 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 girlfriend's boyfriend is a good comedy special. Uh, Pat Oswalt just always is solid. I, I love Pat Oswalt stuff. Uh, Mark Maron, uh, that's where I get, like, my cranky old man comedy. just uh, because he's just so good at being cranky. Uh, but my all-time greats or all-time favorites uh, would be Richard Pryor. I grew up watching, like, DVD copies of his specials. And also, I loved all of his movies, especially the movies with Gene Wilder. Those are, like, the only movies from, like, the 80s that I can, like, rewatch. And I'm, like, not, like focusing on it being like oh this is from the 80s uh george carlin i I love his stand-up specials i was watching george carlin when i was really young and i probably shouldn't be and that's probably why i curse and also probably why i like have a lot of critical thinking (laughs) is because because george carlin was uh like the thinking man's comedian uh and then uh all-time favorite uh mitch hedberg he has such a weird comedy style that i've always appreciated it's just tiny weird observation jokes uh my favorite thing is I actually have all of his albums I think he has like three albums uh I have them downloaded to my playlist and they're perfect for when you play uh, music on shuffle and then you just get like a a one minute Mitch Hedberg uh comedy uh bit in between the songs and it's always good uh he's also one of the hardest ones to, to describe to other people or Telling someone like, "Hey, this guy's really funny," and then he just has the most basic jokes that are just weird, but they're they're all funny and See, really like, clever.
0: And I feel like some of these these lines are getting blurred because I and I maybe I've just missed it. I never really thought of Kevin Hart as a comedian.
1: Yeah, no, that's where, where he started. He's not a good yeah. comedian, though. No.
0: And then Jim Carrey, like, a, you know, like I never really thought of him as a comedian. I just thought of him as a funny actor.
1: So th- that's the thing, and like, so I I. I watched so many comedy specials growing up and i was super into comedy thing i would like go to open mic nights never perform but just just to go uh but like in the 80s a I'm lot like, of the I, bill
0: ingball is one of them i, I like Bill billing
1: yeah he, he's actually not too bad i hated yeah. when he started to do shows and stuff but his yeah. actual stand-up's not bad uh but in the 80s there was a lot of guys that would do stand-up but they would only do it in order to get on a sketch show or to, to, to do movies. So, like, Jim Carrey was a stand-up at one point, but it mm-hmm. wasn't for a long period of time. It was just, um you know, he was immediately picked up. But like, Robin Williams was a good stand-up. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't like his later stuff, but his, his earlier stuff was interesting. Uh, but he's another one that, like, the Jim Carrey thing is, like, you don't really think of them as doing stand-up, but they did it at least to start their career. Uh, their mm-hmm. careers. Uh, I, I used to like Chris Rock's uh, stand-up uh dave Chappelle. i haven't seen his new special i heard mixed things uh about yeah it.
0: it's it's a love or hate thing on social media it feels like people think it's like the greatest thing in the world or they think it's like trash
1: but the people that think it's trash are the people that don't like comedy stand-up specials or they want it to be very specific and i like comedians like dave Chappelle, who are just willing to just go out there and yeah. and say fucked up shit because it's funny Um, that's why I miss Louis CK, but he kind of killed his career by being a a scumbag. And that sucks because I, I can't watch his specials anymore without immediately thinking of like, you know, what he would do to people. And, and, and that sucks because I, I liked Louis CK's comedy stuff. I liked his like TV show. Uh, but yeah, like Louis CK, if, if he wouldn't have turned out to be like the kind of an asshole or a monster human. He would probably be on my Mount Rushmore of comedians with Hedberg Carlin and pryor uh but yeah i there was a long time where I was like super into to comedy, especially like alternative comedy, like the comedians of comedy like Zach Alavanakis, when he would just mm-hmm. like play on his piano uh yeah, there was a ton of stand up in my like teen years uh but yeah
0: um. And then the, the comedy bit at the end of the podcast, Like I would love to do something interesting and unique at the end of the podcast as well. Um, but I don't have access to the library that Glenn has. And a little bit of behind the scenes, too, is I think part of the reason that we actually were able to get approved by Spotify is because we weren't having copyrighted stuff on our show.
1: Yeah, th- those weren't uh, cleared by anybody and also, to be to be fair, as someone who's been listening to uh, since the, for this podcast since episode fifty six, maybe like one out of ten was a good comedy bit, but there was some <laughs> fucking trash comedy bits. But maybe that's just my taste for comedy. Yeah, I
0: mean, guess Glenn has a you know and a appre- like you know what if you you know Glenn likes stand up comedians, he likes you know that's kind of like what part of what he is and his personality. Like personally, for you guys, like if you guys were going to get something that would show you a bit of my personality. I'd probably find like historic sports clips, or you know, like like calls of things that have happened. You know, like you know, game winning home runs or World Series winning, you know, singles or doubles, and you know, things like that. Because that would be the stuff that I remember, you know, growing up and things like that. So. Yeah. Um, um, all right. So, um, John Covell uh, using hashtag SPS Nation. Are you guys going to the Naughty Dog event that I saw? Uh, a headline slash clickbait about or is it bs i don't trust any of the other sites for game news it's almost always clickbait will you play slash watch last of us again prior to uh part two release uh so the last of us event is a real thing um because uh, Jeff Keighley tweeted it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Jeff Keighley is like a really reliable source, and he was um, the only one that tweeted it because only Jeff Keighley can break embargo like that and be okay.
0: Yeah, as of right now, um, we have not been invited to it, but that doesn't mean that we won't. So it's hard to tell sometimes of you know how that stuff does or doesn't happen. Um, will Will I play Last of Us? before last of us one before two comes out i would like to say yes i want to to make sure the story's fresh in my head but will i probably not
1: yeah i will probably i still haven't played the dlc i i so that is on my list of things to do before the last of us uh part two comes out is to play uh the dlc that came out for the last of us especially i i have the the ps4 remastered version that has the dlc with it
0: yeah, so do I. Yeah, so
1: uh, I, I plan to play that, and I know it's not that long, so it's, it's on my list of things to play, and it'll probably be the weekend before The Last of Us Part Two comes out. I'll, I'll jump on that.
0: All right. is um, another question. Um, oh, so he sends two. I was like, wait, I just read this one. So, uh, you know, John Coble again sends, is there a way to share my digital games on my other OG PS4 without making it my primary? He can't play games that I bought digitally unless he's logged in as me uh, I'm assuming this is his son
1: probably
0: um, if you want to if I want to play on my pro his which is, quote primary he can only use disk games it's a strong point for physical thoughts so first of all yeah you you're not wrong in saying it's a strong point for physical but you're I think you're if you just change a couple settings I think your life will be 10 times easier so michael has a similar situation to i somewhat similar situation to set up to what i have so i have a ps4 that's in kentucky where my son goes to college i have a ps4 that's sitting directly in front of me right now where i'm recording this podcast my psn sign-on is on both consoles the one here in michigan and the one in kentucky um, my son's PSN sign-on is on this PlayStation in Michigan and on his PlayStation in Kentucky. My PSN sign-on is set as primary on my son's PS4 in Kentucky. And, it's, and then his sign-on, which is irrelevant, is set as primary on the my PS4 here in Michigan. Any digital game that I purchase on my account my son has access to once he logs in with on my account on his PlayStation and downloads the game and then logs in on his account. He can play it on his account and earn trophies himself. Him and I can play a game against each other. Um, we will, we can both be on NBA two K 20 as long as he's on his account and I'm on my account and he downloaded it off of my account when I wasn't on.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and that works. You can do that on two PlayStations, and that's it.
1: Yeah. Long story short, your non-primary console, you have to always be logged in on if you want to play those games. That That's pretty much like what it comes down to. Like, So, Sarah's PlayStation, I have as my primary, so she can play my copy of Monster Hunter. On my system, which is my pro, I just have to be logged in to my account to access my games. And she can be logged in on her account on her system because that system's my primary. That's the only way to do it. I miss the five system option that was the (laughs) PS3 that later was down to three. But I've been able to work with this new system.
0: Yeah, I mean, it works. I mean, um, go ahead.
1: The only thing that it, it can be sometimes annoying, but I haven't had it kick me yet, Sometimes if I if the, if uh, you know like the PS4 isn't connected to the internet, it'll say like, "Hey, we need to verify."
0: Yeah, I get that. Like your game's gonna turn off in 15 minutes, and then an hour and a half later, it hasn't turned off.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I'll get that warning if my my yeah. pro is offline for whatever reason. Yeah. But I, I haven't had any issues. Uh, Sometimes you
0: have to restore licenses. You know, like mm-hmm. maybe every couple of weeks. Um, but the reason why i say it's kind of you know you're not with physical is that you'd have to buy two copies of everything like if you wanted Mm -hmm. to do that because if you're playing a game and your son wants to play it you can't do that if if but the only hiccup that you run into that has happened to me once or twice is if i'm online in michigan signed into my account and my son clicks on my name in kentucky on accident, when he's logging into his PlayStation, which I have now set it to auto log into his account, um, it will kick me offline.
1: Yeah, I've had that happen accidentally because we the accidentally primary console play. wins. So, mm-hmm. but uh, is it the primary console wins or just the last sign in wins? I think it might be the last sign in wins. Okay,
0: I mean, I I figured the primary always won because he, you know, so he know he'll he'll do a lot of things like, hey, are you home? And I'm like, no, I'm at work today. All right, I'm going to download a couple games. I'm like, okay, cool.
1: Yeah, but even then, once he hits download, he can go back to his account, and then he's good. So yeah. It's manageable. For two
0: people. D L C has worked, you know, and and so it works. Um, so what I would do in your situation is make in the based on what you just sent is I would make your your PlayStation Pro not your primary and your other PlayStation your primary, but just have both of your guys' PSNs on there. Mm -hmm. And you can play games together, you know, if you want to play, you know, whatever you want to play together, like you can both be on Destiny at the same time. You can both be on two K, you can both be on Monster Hunter. And both use your plus Yep, you can yeah yeah one um, PlayStation Plus subscription. Yep. Yeah. Sarah's Plus. even though, even though last year. my son, yeah, my son's um, account doesn't show like the plus symbol next to his name, but he earns trophies himself. He has no problem going online cuz it's attached to mine.
1: So, yep.
0: I hope that answers your question
1: all right you over. want
0: to read the last one
1: yeah this one comes from chip on facebook uh what are your favorite games released in 2019 so far mine is days gone although i have yet to play control anthem was terrible at launch and i had no interest in apex see so if solitude was really good and i barely started A plague's tale i know i need to get back to that one i don't i didn't bother with kingdom hearts having never played any of them but screenshots of it looked really good thanks keep up the good work i'm gonna probably go a little long dave is there a specific what is what are your top games of the year so far
0: Uh, probably ones that haven't come out yet (laughs) it's been kind of a uh, a little bit of a bland i mean division two from the campaign was very good for me um the uh, that's probably the one that highlights it's it highlights the most i mean days gone i i had fun with days gone but like i stopped playing it at a certain point and it never drew me like to back into it um and so it hasn't really been, you know, there really hasn't been anything that's like grabbed my attention um cuz I don't yeah, Guacamole 2 didn't come out this year.
1: Yeah, so. it did, didn't. It it did. I thought it did. Hold on. Okay, Hold if on. that then I'm going to have to look again.
0: If, yeah, then if it probably is if Guacamole 2 came out this year then it's Guacamole 2. So uh,
1: And of course, Google auto corrects two guacamole <laughs> two. Uh no, it came out August 2018. I thought it came out this year. I mean, a physical edition came out earlier this year. Probably. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, so no, not quite. <laughs>
1: okay, so pretty much all the games he mentioned, uh, but if I was to uh, place them in a list, uh, number three would be Apex Legends. Uh, number two would be A uh, Plague's Tale. Uh, Innocence I think is the full title and then number one would be Control. Those are like my top three games of yours. Those are the, my, the the most fun I've had. Surprisingly if anyone has followed me on the show Kingdom Hearts isn't in my top three. I was super excited for Kingdom Hearts 3 uh, but it just didn't it just didn't live up to the hype. It was kind of disappointing. It's, it's been one of those games that it was uh, frustrating uh, to a certain extent. Uh, how disappointing that game was, especially looking back at the game. I, I Especially this weekend, uh, all, all, everyone else together, diehard Kingdom Hearts fans from high school, and we would talk about it, and I would just get more and more annoyed at how much Kingdom Hearts 3 kind of disappointed me. Still a good game. I, I, I would still give it like a... I think I gave it like an 8.5 when I reviewed it. Still stand by that. Doesn't hold up to how amazing i thought control was from start to finish and how amazing the plague's tale was and then apex was just a really good battle royale game uh when i was super into battle royale games and it was a free-to-play game mm. uh that was fun and i still play from time to time uh, but yeah i was not expecting going into 2019 ex- like thinking that control and a plague's tale would be my favorite two games of i really like the,
0: the mess the messenger too by the way I
1: oh really the messenger I like yeah that.
0: yeah uh, that one came out. That came out for PlayStation this year, but came out for other platforms before this year.
1: Okay, yeah. Um, and then, it, like, I like Days Gone. Uh, it wasn't perfect. It was. It was a. It was a fun game. It was an. It was, it was like average at best. Though it's been patched to hell, and they've added so many things to it uh, post-launch. I'm kind of curious to go back to it. My friend uh, Joshua was on the show a couple weeks ago, or like a couple months ago at this point. Um, he. Is just starting Days Gone. So I'm curious to hear his perspective on Days Gone, you know, post patch patches uh, and the extra content they had. A surprise game from this year that I didn't think I would like based on this stuff I saw at E3 was World War Z. I had a lot of fun yeah. with World War Z. Yeah.
0: yeah, we did. We actually played that game together.
1: Yeah, yeah. We, we did a stream on that. And uh, me and uh, my friend Josh again, we went through that entire game um, like two nights. Uh, cause it's relatively short. but that was a game I was not expecting to to really like this year, or not expecting it to be a game that's memorable. I wish I got into the division two. Uh, I played it. It was cool, but it, I, I don't think it, it's my type of uh, a game, uh, sadly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, those are the games that we, yeah,
0: I mean, in terms of like stuff that's coming eventually, like I mean it's already out too, but we uh, Michael and I don't have it, but like I'm, I'm hearing really good things about uh, Man of Madon.
1: Yeah, I really, really need to, to get that. I was hoping um, we'd get that for coverage, but no. Nah. Uh, so I'm hoping to pick that up. I think it was on sale uh, this week for like $20, and I probably should have picked it up. Uh, I mean, it's only $30, so it's not that yeah. crazy. But that's more of a game I'm hoping... Uh, yeah, it's $24 right now on Amazon. So that's a game I'm hoping to have some time for before the end of the year and, and play that. Uh there. they have borderlands
0: coming out we have call of duty coming out we've got death stranding coming out we've got star wars jedi fallen order coming out um there's uh, you know like another you know those are the like the you know doom eternal is supposed to be this year so there's a bunch of you know like 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 he mentioned like Control just came out so i'm sure that there'll be something um that you know like we're forgetting you know that's get, that's coming out soon i don't we're not getting another Assassin's Creed. Uh, Shenmue, is, isn't Shenmu supposed to be out this year?
1: Uh, wasn't it delayed? Um, so, like, just looking at September, I pulled up Game Informer. They always have a really good list. Um, yeah. Just going through the, the highlights uh, for myself, I'm going to link Dave this as well. Right above chips comment because we google doc because we're fucking professionals there you go Dave <laughs> uh, just going through the list of September uh, and going through it I keep hearing great things about Greedfall came out uh, just yesterday I really want to check that out um, there is um, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening on the Switch really want to get into that um, i've
0: I've heard some good things about river city girls
1: yeah um there's uh oh I, there is uh, the game that just came out on a switch. I was asking people like, oh, what games have i miss, missed on the switch um and I can't see it on this list, maybe it came out in August, but there was a, a game on the Switch recently that came out, Astral Chain, I believe, is a game. That yeah, was... that's a
0: platinum. That's a platinum games mm-hmm. game. Yep. Yeah, uh, I've heard some good things about that. I need
1: to get that. Oh, oh, I should mention Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three. That was uh, a great game. I played this year. Or a good game. Um, but yeah, the the Surge Two. I didn't finish the Surge. Oh, uh I'm just going to basically Ghost, Re-
0: co- Ghost Recon Breakpoint comes out yeah. in October as well. Yeah, <laughs> so. uh,
1: Concrete Genie comes <laughs> Concrete out. Genie in yep. October. Uh, a little uh, indie game, Destiny 2 Shadow Keep, comes out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we can say indie for them, right? Can't we say indie for them? They're independent. Uh, Indivisible finally comes out October 8th. Um,
0: Medieval, Outer Worlds.
1: Yep, Outer Worlds. Super excited Call for of that. Duty, Modern Warfare,
0: Medieval, and The Outer Worlds come out on the same day.
1: Oh, R.I.P. Medieval. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a shame well Medieval's got a specific audience that will probably pick that up I know I'm picking it up but I have Xbox Game Pass on my PC so I'm going to be getting Outer Worlds Day 1 no matter what which is nice on PC Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 in October Uh, then we move on to November I'm looking at uh, Death Stranding on November 8th two days after my birthday hint hint anybody uh need for speed heat which i i like the need for speed games they're bad but they the cars go really fast
0: and that's fun it's on our website did you see that trailer for a night's quest
1: yeah i did that actually looks kind of uh fun
0: doesn't have a release date it's like a, it's supposed to be like a zelda clone yeah sort of like a zelda inspired
1: that game looks really cool yeah and then oh wow so uh Oh yeah, so Shenmue 3 is November 19th. But what I think is interesting is Pokemon Sword and Shield for the Switch are coming out the same day as Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Not that there's that much crossover with those two properties, but those are two big video game properties going against each other.
0: Darksiders hasn't been dated yet either.
1: No, no. But that is this year, right? Or is it next year?
0: Yeah, it's supposed to be this year. Yeah. I mean, they said, I don't know if it's going to... They'd be smart not to bring it out this year.
1: Yeah. Doom Eternal. I keep forgetting that Doom is coming yeah, out this Marvel,
0: year. Marvel. I mean, you don't have a VR, but the Iron Man VR.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doom Eternal, November 22nd. And then December, we got Life is Strange Episode 5. Why is it taking so long? <laughs> I completely, like, gave up on that. Uh, but yeah there's still a ton of games coming out this this game just
0: this name of this game just sounds cool treachery and beach and beat down city
1: wait what what is
0: it's at the bottom it's a switch pc game i don't even know what it is
1: i do oh my god that looks amazing (laughs) i just saw like one pixelated screenshot and i'm like okay Yeah. yeah
0: Smaller RPG treachery in Beach Down City seeking 50k via Kickstarter. So.
1: I, I don't know about you guys, but the Switch is killing it this year, and we might need to have a, a, a Switch Nation sort of thing happening, because <laughs> it's looking damn fine as a, as a little indie platform and just weird, cool shit coming out.
0: Yep. Alright, so let us know if we missed a game uh, that you're, you're excited for or, you know, like I would love for you guys like some of these questions that we answer, like if you guys would tweet at us, maybe some of your answers to them we'll read those on the show as well. So if there's something that you wanted to know about um, you know uh, comedians, like, wow, I just had a brain freeze there, something about comedians or if you have a, a, another tip about digital, you know, sharing digital content or sharing physical content across multiple platforms, like if there's something that we're missing um you know, any of that stuff. If you have comments on the game, you know, w- will you buy a game again just because it has a new case? Um, like, I would love to hear answers to that stuff, and we would love to hear answers, and we'll, we'll interact with it and read it on the show and keep telling Michael that Little Debbie snacks are good. Um, why he's, like, literally petting his cat like an old-school Inspector Gadget uh, person sitting in a chair.
1: He just, like, <laughs> I think he knows we're wrapping up, and he's just like...
0: Um, you can send all that stuff. You can send voicemails like um, the guy that didn't name it this week did that. I don't know what his name is. Um, you can send us a voicemail that way. We can read it um, through Google Translate or we'll just play it. Um, you can also just send an email to podcast at psnation.com. You can just go to psnation.com and click the Contact Us button. It will do all the work for you. You can go to the forums. You can comment on the, the weekly show post that we put up there. If you want to answer some of the questions, you can answer it on Facebook, facebook.com slash page. Or you can even go through Twitter. The main account is at PS Nation. Michael's account is at the First MJC. There's my so many account, cat pics now. <laughs> my account is at Good Dave Hunt. Um, and those are all places that you can send any of the content that you want for us to to answer or to look at, um, and we will try to incorporate it into the show. Um, so again, if you can leave us a review, share the show on social media, tell a friend, you know anybody else to get somebody else to listen to the show download the show subscribe any of that stuff is greatly appreciated and always helpful if we're live streaming on twitch just drop in and say hi you know even if you just say hi and then just dip like that's fine um you know donate a bit here donate a bit there do whatever you can do drop a sub it's always great it's always love and appreciated um you got anything else michael
1: uh no nothing else uh hopefully i'm here next week i'm going to disneyland uh next week so we got to figure out recording Dave's looking at me like, uh yeah.
0: We'll make, we'll make it work.
1: Yeah, we'll make it work. I'm here for the first half of the week, so we'll make it work. But uh, yeah, going to Disneyland next week. I don't know what I'm really going to be playing this week. Uh, because, as Dave knows, when you work retail, if you go on vacation, you get pre-punished and post-punished <laughs> with your schedule. So I'm uh, pretty, pretty busy uh, right now. But hopefully... Uh, I get my hands on Borderlands and can try playing that. I know so many people that are buying Borderlands, so I'm going to have yeah. to pick it up Just yeah. uh, for that co-op. The boat, so. uh, and then maybe I'll get into a Monster Hunter Iceborne. Probably not. Cause still got to grind. Got to kill uh, more Diablos.
0: Yeah, I don't think that's happening for you anytime soon. Yeah,
1: probably not. Going to keep grinding.
0: <laughs> Alright, I hope everyone has a great week. and We will talk to you guys next week. Hopefully both of us. Maybe just me.
1: yeah or uh the cat is gonna be here dave if you want the cat to be on the podcast i always make it work always make it work yeah yeah okay i gotta go because this cats talk to you guys later bye